Hi, I'm Robin Birkin. Welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast, a place for women struggling to conceive to find emotional support, conception advice, and real talk. To me, being a warrior means knowing that true glory is in rising every time we fall, having the courage to feel afraid, and being ready for whatever challenges cross our path. So welcome, warrior. You're on your way, and I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast. I'm so glad that you're back and I love our little chats every week, even though it's not almost like a real-time chat, Um, but I love it when you guys reach out and touch base with me on Instagram. Instagram is kind of where I'm hanging out at the moment. I post a couple of times a day. I post extra lessons in the stories. I give you a glimpse of, you know, like what our house looks like and what our veggie patch looks like and my dinners and all sorts of different things. but I love it when you guys reach out. I love it when you comment on my posts. Uh, so please always continue doing so. And I hear you and I love continuing the conversation with you outside your car or wherever you're walking or whatever you're doing while you listen to the podcast. Um, but huge thanks to you for tuning in as well. If you didn't hear in my last episode, We've got some cool things happening in July. Um, Some of it's free and some of it is a new secret project that we're launching. But if you want to know about all of it, then please make sure you're on my email list. As I said, you can head to freebie at the top of the website, which will take you to my two-week wait challenge. But you can also just head down the bottom of the website and enter your details from there. Super easy process to do. But we're talking today about supporting our husbands Husbands are funny beasts, aren't they? Like they're so different to us quite often Um, and we can quite often forget that they struggle too until sometimes they have these big blowouts of emotions or they just crumble. And I want to start by saying, you know, you always need to put your own oxygen mask on first. It's the number one thing. Like if you're at negative 25 and they're dumping their shit on you, then nobody's going to be helped, okay? It's the same analogy as putting on your own oxygen mask or your own life vest first. You need to survive and you need to take care of yourself and that's how you can then support and take care of other people. So just listening to this podcast is a huge step in the right direction. So well done to you, but obviously like, you know, where to find me if you want to get in on my stuff. And I've just talked about uh, something that we have launching in July, Um, but that's one way to help yourself. Um, Yeah. So there is this amazing saying that I absolutely love, and it goes something along the lines of don't keep in all your shit, because if you keep all your shit in, then it will build up and one day it'll explode a shit storm and nobody wants that. There'll be shit everywhere. And that's kind of what happens sometimes is where we put on this brave face and we're strong and we're strong and we're strong. And then all of a sudden everything crumbles and actually we're not. And I think this is something that can happen sometimes a lot more to guys than it can do to women. So 
what do we do in these scenarios? What happens if your husband has just all of a sudden broken down? Or if your husband, you know, you feel like you're part of all of these Facebook groups and you're YouTubing and doing all of these things, but he's in this really bad space as well and you don't know what to do. And if he's anything like my husband, so my husband, Ross, he is a bloke's bloke. Like you cannot imagine more of a blokey guy, even though he has long surfy dude hair. Um, he's a total bloke. He, I swear, could build a car from scratch. He has a shed that I think can fit about four cars in it. It's massive. He surfs, he skateboards. There's a saying like the only difference between men and boys is the size of their toys. This is so Ross. He's such a lad and that's, which is totally fine by me. And I think he's a pretty cool guy. So he's a bloke's bloke. When I call him on the phone, he's a lot, he's getting a lot different these days. So sometimes he'll have these big, long conversations with me, but generally it's the type of guy who like grunts and is like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bye. So often when we have these conversations, that's what it sounds like. So what do you do with guys, especially when they're like that? So a quick hot tip, and you have to check the show notes to this. I'll do a triple check to check that they're still active, but there's a Reddit thread all about guys and infertility. So, you know, when we're searching all of our YouTube ladies and things like that, there's actually a Reddit thread for guys. We have some guys in our practitioner Facebook group. I'll drop the links to that in the show notes. And there is actually a Facebook group that exists for guys going through infertility. So you may want to suggest some of those things. As I said, I'll drop the links to those in the show notes where so you can look them up and suggest them to your husband. But how do you even, you know, broach the topic of checking in with them and seeing how they're going? So a few things that I suggest are never, ever, 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 ever say to someone, this is a hot life tip, we need to talk, or I think we need to have a discussion. Can we have a chat later tonight about a few things? Just when you're talking to someone and trying to like, you know, get stuff like that happening. It's a real red flag to someone that something's not right and they're either going to get their balls busted about something or you're going to have this serious, deep and meaningful conversation which might feel really awkward to your husband. But try to never, ever say we need to talk. The best way I've found to broach a conversation with my husband is like the walk and talk method. So where I don't try and get him to stop everything and look into my eyes and then say to him, I want want to ask if you're okay, how are you dealing with this journey? Because it's never going to happen and he's going to feel super fucking awkward. But what I do is the walk and talk where it's kind of like casual, no big deal, get to the punchline and talk about actually what I want to say. And so I'll do it while we're doing something else. So we might be in the garden, gardening, Maybe we're going for a walk together. Maybe we're walking to the shops and we're in that point of when we're getting into the shops. Maybe we're in the car. Those moments where something else is happening. Maybe we're cooking together and I'll just cut to the punchline. I feel like you're not going on 
I feel like you're not dealing that well with this journey. Do you want to chat about what's going on? Or I'll say, I'm just checking in. How's this all affecting you? I'd love to know. Or you might say, do you chat with your friends ever about what's going on? Just to try and open up the conversation and get to, you know, get a little bit out of them. Don't expect a whole lot out of them. Don't ask them a question that they could answer just yes or no. Like, is this journey, are you finding this journey really hard? Of course, the answer will be yes, or it'll, you know, incite something else. And try to be really conscious of listening, like not interrupting, allowing them space to speak, allowing sometimes an awkward silence to make them answer. Don't be the type of person who tries to cover up silences with conversation and then just dominate the conversation. Ask the question. And even if they don't even answer you right away, they might mull over it. And then in bed later that night at 11 p.m. say, yep, actually, I'm really struggling on this journey. But just to know that you've, you know, opened the door a little bit, you haven't had this huge build up or made this big deal of it, but you've just blurted out one or two things that let them know that the door's open and that you're wondering if they're okay. Uh, and I guess subtly knowing that you're here for them if they need it. But I think that's where just as us girls do, it's really important for guys to have a tribe. It's really important for guys to feel like they have some people that they can talk to about all of this. And it might be a bit hit or miss, but you know, if you go back to my one of my very first episodes on the podcast, I talk about whether or not to tell people, and I say it all the time, but I'm a big fan of letting out some of your journey because for us, that's how other people said, oh, well, actually we're doing IVF as well. And if everybody keeps it a secret, then nobody knows and everyone suffers in silence that if you start to let people know, then people who are going through the same thing or have been through the same thing can then offer their support. And for me, I get, you know, they say that one in six to one in eight people or couples go through infertility. So I get so many friends from people from university, people who are friends with my husband, people who are friends of a friend of a friend, so many people, people I've met like on the holidays uh, who then reach out to me because we're friends on Facebook and they let me know a little bit about their journey or they might let me know that my journey's resonated with them or they might catch up for a coffee and I love that. And But if I had never opened up, and obviously I've opened up in quite a big way, you don't need to do that, but you know, if we don't start building community and finding people who've been through the same thing, if we start just surrounding ourselves with just all people who have kids and babies, that then we just wallow in the shitstorm of what that feels like, then we never start to feel any better. And it's the same for blokes. They need to find some community. So I strongly suggest if you're going through this journey that you open up just a little bit because you never know what other blokes might come out of the woodwork. And they can then maybe message each other or catch up for a beer or something like that. And I know when we talk about alcohol, alcohol is definitely a big factor in sperm. And you can listen to my podcast on top tips for sperm, but one beer here and there won't really make a difference. And sometimes guys like to chat over a beer. So if your husband wants to go out for one or two beers on a Friday night, 
I would really encourage you to let that be and encourage him to find support because stress manifests itself in a lot of physical ways as well. And we have to balance all of this. There's no perfect in any of this. There's always things we could be doing. There's always things that can be done differently. So you just need to try and find the best balance that you can. So that doesn't mean letting your husband go out on a Friday night for an all night bender. But I think that if your husband wanted to go out for a drink or two every Friday night with some guys that they can talk with, and that was what resonated with him and helped him get his shit out, then I think that that could be a positive thing. And that could allow you to read a book, have a bath, just have some alone time, watch Grace and Frankie on YouTube, um, not YouTube, Netflix. So I think that could be a good thing. But maybe they also want to develop a habit um, or a hobby Something like if it's my husband's anyone to go by, he loves surfing. He loves four-wheel driving. He actually is really into our veggie patching at the moment. But what kind of sports might there be that your husband could get involved in? Are there any sports that your husband was involved in when he was in college or at school? And there are some that are like big-time no-goes, like competitive cycling, but There are lots out there that are probably fairly harmless and might be a really good way for them to find some community. Maybe the two of you together can join a golf club and do some things, but finding something for them to do with their hands that might also help them find some community or some people to talk with or, you know, something outside of, you know, being in the house this whole journey, being with you who, let's be honest, maybe your energy can be a bit draining at times, but let's try and, you know, find some other ways that maybe the burden isn't all on you and the burden isn't for you, isn't all on him. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. So some other things that you can do, a nice little thing that you could do is to just write your husband some tiny little little love notes or post-it notes and leave them in places. So you might leave once a week or even every day a little note in the bathroom, a post-it note on the mirror that says, I wouldn't want to go through this journey with anyone else but you. Or I just wanted to say, I love how you kiss me on the forehead. Something that's just really nice that uplifts the mood, that just creates a little bit higher of a vibe in the household and just develops a little bit more of that deep love. And when we have gratitude, it's really hard to have all of these other emotions like resentment and anger and sadness because it brings us back to the present of what we're grateful for and it gives us this, you know, really positive, happy, high vibe emotions. So what kind of little notes can you leave for your husband? Uh, Can you leave something with his lunch every day? Or if you make him a coffee in the morning, can you put a little love note next to his coffee? But little love notes, that's how we start to bring back the romance. That's how we start to make our partners feel just a little bit better. So the other thing that you can do, and this is, you know, if we go back to our podcast with Nat Kringoudis, I'm sure I've mentioned it a thousand times as well, is that we can lead by example. So by that, I mean be the example. If you start to get your shit together, 
If you start to learn lessons, if you start journaling every day, if you start meditating every day, and you know, some of the most successful people in the world meditate. So many of the world's billionaires who are men meditate and do yoga and write in a journal. I'm not even shitting you. Like um, Thor, Chris Hemsworth meditates. Hugh Jackman, who's Wolfman, he meditates. It's a not a girly thing. It's a blokey thing that people are doing. But you can't just tell your husband that he needs to start journaling. You need to lead by example. You need to not care what he thinks and you need to start sorting your shit out first. And how do you do that? Well, you're listening to the podcast, so props to you. Um, But maybe you join a program, whatever program it is. Uh, It doesn't have to be the Fertility Warrior Intensive. It could be um, with someone else. You could see Sarah Clark uh, from Fab Fertile has the couples program. Maybe you just do a six-week meditation course. They're everywhere. Maybe you just start seeing a yoga clinic. But if you're sorting your shit out and you're leading by example when it comes to, you know, like even diet and stuff like that, leading by example is how we get other people to change. And when they start seeing that all of a sudden we're happier and things in our life are starting to take a turn and we feel like we can cope. And not only are we then learning things and discovering things that we can pass on to them, but then that empowers them and helps them feel more confident with making changes in their life too. Leading by example is one of the most important things we can do, you know, not just in our relationships, but at our workplaces, when we have kids with our kids. So really try and, you know, be the change that you wish to see in other people. So let's just do a little recap on ways to support our husband. So let's all collectively agree that keeping our shit in leads to shit everywhere because everything will just build up and explode. It'll be a shit storm. There'll be shit everywhere and we don't want that. So how do we get our husbands to let their shit out? Well, number one, first, let's protect our energy. Let's look after ourselves first so that we can handle it when that happens. But we can start encouraging them bit by bit to open up to us by, first of all, checking in and asking them how they're going, but not um, doing it in this way that makes it such a big deal. You know, let's make it a light deal and just open the door that they can talk to us if they want, but also checking in and seeing if they have opportunities within their social life to reach out to other blokes as well. So that might be by, you know, giving them a new hobby. That might be by giving them permission to go out and socialize. Maybe they want to go out for a golf game every Sunday morning and we've been like, no, you need to be with me. Giving them permission to do that and to find their own community and the people that they can download to. Giving them something to do. So like my husband, veggie patch, cars, surfing, those are his hobbies. Those are things that he can do. He can work out some of his energy with his hands. Um, Giving some little love notes and really trying to get into a space of gratitude. 
And then the last thing that we can do, the most powerful thing I think that we can do is to lead by example and start taking action ourselves and whatever that looks like for you, whether that looks like starting journaling or going to see a therapist or, um, you know, going, deciding that you're going to book a holiday, however that looks to you, but leading by example and being that change is an amazing way to help support your husband, even if it seems like it's counterintuitive or like, how is, how is helping myself going to help him? Trust me, it will. Thank you so much for listening in to this episode. I'm so looking forward to catching you the next episode and I love hearing from you. Come and find me on Instagram. I'm at the handle just at Robin Birkin. Really easy to find. Uh, So thanks again for chatting with me and I'll catch you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Fertility Warriors podcast with me, your host, Robin Birkin. If you would like more tools, resources, and courses to help you survive your journey, please head to robinberkin.com. And if you liked this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review it. I look forward to catching you at the next episode. Mm-hmm.